Verbal Discharge. The world's third to best radio show. Not about squids. Every Thursday on Phantom Radio. Catch up at verbaldischarge.co.uk. You're listening to Verbal Discharge. Do we have anyone called Liam in the house? No. No, do we not? No, no, you're not called... No, never mind. I Um, I have have... previously met Liam's in a house, but we don't have a Liam presently in this house. I've I've met a number of Liams, but I'm not sure if I've met one in a house. Oh, God. Uh, Maybe maybe eight? Eight Eight Liams. That's a lot of Liams. Spread over how many houses, exactly? No, I'm not sure any of them are in houses. I used to be a rugby with someone called Liam. Two people called Liam, actually. Were they all homeless? And they were both... Yeah, they were never in a house when I met them. So there was some were outside. Um, I've met some in sort of in buildings, in institutions, in in school, in uni, and etc. None of them were in houses when I've met people called Liam. That's were, really interesting. If you used to play rugby against them, was this in a school setting? No, this was when I played for a club. I played for the Nottingham Corsairs. Did your, if I remember correctly, your secondary school had school houses, didn't it? No. Oh no, well, that, that, there that, we go. That's mine. <laughs> that, that that was my. Well, school. I was about to. Uh, never mind. You, you saw no, where I was going with that. And they weren't even at my school. Their but, school might have had houses, so they might have worked. They might have been at home. So they could have been in a house. Could have been Liam in Gryffindor. Yeah. So what we're saying isn't necessarily that Liam's can't be in houses. No. But that you have never I've encountered never one. Encountered Liam in a house. Exactly. Exactly. Which sounds like a sitcom. Liam in the house. Liam in the house. I imagine that. There's, in this sitcom, in Liam yeah. in the house, there is a house, and it plays out much like an episode of Friends would, if every character was the same person, <laughs> played by the same person. Oh, I, I like think if Quentin I, Tarantino wrote Friends. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I think it's got more of it. What was the, what was that show? Um, the Wayans brother. It was a, the Wayans brother, oh. uh, and he had a family, and it was a sitcom. Oh, what oh was that? I, I, anything by the Wayans brothers. I, I, I don't I, pay any attention. I saw to. Fifty Shades of Black last week. Oh God! How was oh, that? How, the, how good the was opening, that? I mentioned this to Jordan actually briefly. Yeah, yeah. But the opening joke in it. You know how Fifty Shades of Grey starts with the shot of the clouds, and you've got the guy jogging. Da, da, da. Yeah. It opens with that. It recreates that shot only with terrible cinematography uh, because it's a Wayne Brothers movie rather than a big budget like studio temple movie. Mm-hmm. And so you see the guy jogging, and then he jogs past an old lady, and he steals a handbag because he's black. <laughs> Yep that that's, that is the, the that it. is the level of the comedy that we um, that we are. <laughs> wait, that we are. That we, we no, are. No, no, we're not saying no, that. We're I, not no, enforcing. Wait, wait, no, I meant. We, I was going to say we are watching at the moment. But we right. watched that Keenan and Kel thing like, last night. <laughs> oh God, Good Burger. Have you ever seen Good Burger? <laughs> no. It, it was Don't. a film, I believe, made in the early two thousands, starring Keenan and Kel yeah. of Keenan and Kel fame. I, I assumed it is. It is so bizarre. It's... The the opening joke in the film is mm. his alarm's going off and he's getting up for work and he's already in his like uniform for some reason and he wakes up and and he turns the alarm off and he goes, "Oh, clock!" as though that's supposed <laughs> to be funny. And then he kind of gets in the shower, but he's showering with his clothes on. And 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 that that's funny also. <laughs> the opening joke is a character pointing out something in front of him. Yeah, not, not like, even. Why didn't I start this episode with microphone? Not even necessarily <sighs> pointing out something in front of him, but expressing a genuine surprise yeah, to see yeah, that yeah. something okay, in yeah. front of him. Microphone. As as though he'd as though he'd never encountered it before. As though that wasn't even his house. He <laughs> and was then sleeping he, in. he leaves. He leaves his house on rollerblades that he blatantly can't use. Yeah, yeah. Because and like, kidnaps somebody's baby. The the entire way. <laughs> what? The, the, the sort of as, as the as the opening credits are playing out, he's yeah. rollerblading his way to work, and he's getting into in, over the course of this journey all kinds of hilarious hijinks. There's a bit where he has a near miss with a car. Right. And there's one point where there's a woman walking with a baby. 
Yeah. And he just he grabs the baby as he's going past, and he doesn't stop. He doesn't return it. He just keeps going, holding <laughs> this woman's baby. And, oh, oh, oh! oh this is what happens to the baby. He, he's going through a basketball court of people playing basketball, right. and someone's about to take a shot, and he bumps into that person, and somehow he manages to get the basketball. And and they start throwing the baby around and playing basketball with the baby. They're bouncing a baby on the floor. No, that they, they throw it. him through the hoop. They, that, then he'll hit the backboard and it will kill it. That baby will be dead before half time. It was comes. a particularly good shot. It, it was a good shot. You, you, you see this shot of like a beaming baby just sort of going falling whoosh. through the hoop. It, yeah. it, it, but it then, then does it the hit moon. the floor? No, no they, they, they never clarify it, this. Doesn't it? Oh yeah, it doesn't show what happens no, to the baby. You, you see it falling through the hoop, and then it cuts back to the guy on rollerblades. Yeah. I, be, I believe played by the one I think is Keenan. I think you probably Keenan or Kel. Keenan and or Kel. Mm. So speaking, we, yeah. <laughs> speaking of people's names, um, should we run for hours? My name is not Keenan, nor is it Kel, but it is in fact James, and. My name is James. That's as much as I could say on that. Hi, I, I'm Jordan. I, much like Keenan, probably Keenan, take the rollerblades to work <laughs> every day. And hello, my name is Robbie. And every time I walk past Dor- Dorothy Perkins, and this has been the case for about five years, I've sung it in my head to the tune of Doi Previn by Camera Obscura. What's what's Doi Previn by Camera Obscura? Uh, um, oh, why adore you, Doi Previn? I turn it up to 11. A bit like that. Um, except I've always substituted in Dorothy Perkins. And there was a period, actually, <laughs> the first few years, in which I thought that either the song was called Dorothy Perkins. No, Dorothy. What's, it, what's the shop called? Dorothy, Dorothy Perkins. Perkins. Yeah. No, Dorothy Previn is the song, yeah. Or I thought the song was about... I couldn't work out whether the song was about the shop or... I assume they had the same name anyway. And it took me a couple of years to realise that they didn't. um, Just through singing it every time I walked past. And then I still do it. I still can't get it out of the habit of just singing... Dorothy Perkins. And it doesn't quite fit in. It doesn't quite (laughs) scan. But it just sounds right because both of the initials initials are the same because they begin D and P. Well, maybe one day, you know, the, the staff members will hear you walking <laughs> past Dorothy Previns or Dorothy Previns. Dorothy, <laughs> Dorothy, yeah. Dorothy Previns. I'm confused now. And they'll join in. It, it, maybe to them it's the equivalent of their national anthem. <laughs> maybe when they start each shift, they have, they to, have to like stand up yeah, and salute the flag. The, the, the flag of Dorothy Perkins. Oh, yeah. What, what, what was the Odeon kind of company anthem then? There wasn't necessarily a company anthem, but but there was a series of like really um, really forced, heavy-handed company initiatives that we all had to answer to. Uh, <laughs> answer to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we were held to a lot of weird accounts. There was a manager who I believe has quite recently left as well who used to really enjoy going around <laughs> and asking people really sort of needless, needlessly informative yeah. questions, like questions that you wouldn't possibly need to know for your day-to-day role at Odeon. Like, like, Such as? He once came up to me and just in the middle of a shift, completely impromptu, just asked me, who founded Odeon and when? <laughs> uh, and David Odeon in 2004. It was actually Oscar Deutsch in 1873, Ode- I think. Nice. It, it stood for Oscar Deutsch's Entertainment, Entertainment Network. Uh, Entertainment Omniplex. What is an Omniplex? Narrative. You never heard of an omniplex narrative? Let me tell you about omniplex. <laughs> <laughs> don't, 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 don't. We'll be here forever. Hey. hey. I don't understand that I, joke. Neither do I. Because, like, if something's om, if it's an om, if, 
omnipotent just means that are you, you can are you, see no, everything. It'll be everywhere. So are you, are you assuming that all of time. Omniplex, omniplex is a combination of omnipresent Omnip- and sort of complex? A complex. So yeah. as in, it's really complex everywhere. 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 Wherever omniplex is mentioned, it is without <laughs> fail really, really complex. Can we coin this term? Omniplex. omniplex. Yeah. Can we what? get like like omnishambles when word of the year? Can we like are we the new Shakespeare? Yes. But would we not be clashing with the actual definition of omniplex, which you still haven't explained to us? Oh, it's not a real word. Oh, is it not? I, I made it up. Well, <laughs> let's coin it. Yeah. Uh, omniplex. Apparently, there is an American chain of cinemas called Omniplex Cinemas. Oh. Oh, wow. So wow, actually, I didn't make it up then. you were weirdly on the money there in terms of saying a cinema being an omniplex. Well, wow. there we go. That's, that's actually quite... Oh, it's Irish, yeah. sorry. Irish, not American. All the same. I, it's an Irish cinema. Irish they have cinema cinemas chain. in Irish. Yeah, in no. I- they have cinemas <laughs> in Irish, entirely in the Gaelic language. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, um, I, I could imagine going to a cinema at Ireland, in, in, in Ireland even. And I don't know how, how backwards my impression of Ireland is, but I just like... I get the impression if they watch something didn't like it, they'd all be throwing potatoes at the screen. Well, they like, ran out of potatoes. That's, is that how the potato famine started? Yeah. They, they ran out of oil because they, they didn't like wasted the style them. of that. They were, they were wasting well, they, them, no, throwing them at Keenan the and Knowing the Irish, they'd probably be throwing their empty whiskey bottles at it. <laughs> Racial stereotyping. Which is interesting, given that we started this show by saying that we weren't reinforcing racial stereotypes. Did we? Yet, did we start saying that? Well, yeah, because Robbie opened by saying that um, the joke in Fifty Shades of Black. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, 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 of course, yeah. a man stole a handbag because he like, was black. If that film was made by white people, it would be the most racist film of all time. But, but it's because, not. It's made by it's the Wayne Brothers. Black people. It's fine. Like, no like Haunted House. Everything he makes is the same thing. Oh, yeah. we're black. Yeah. And then and then they make jokes about what black people do. But if white people did that, then they they would be very angry. Were those comedy routines that weren't weren't they burnt out in like the late eighties? R- Richard Pryor had white the, people <laughs> go everywhere like this, <laughs> but black people go everywhere like this. Wah! <laughs> that, that, that was... This is why my stand-up tour was never a roaring success. Hello, it's me, Takeshi, from Takeshi's Castle. I've set a lot of challenges in my time, but none of them as easy as listening to Verbal Discharge. Because it's really good, and therefore easy, to listen to. So guys, I've got a game for you here. Yay! Whoa! Um, it's quite a simple game. Basically, um, I am going to read you statements... Statements! And, um, and you have to tell me who the statement is in the character of. Does that character make sense? Of. 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 Ovulating. Of. Of men. Overposition. Of. Oving. Overposition. Ovens. Eggs. What is happening? I don't understand. Egg. Milky teat. Milky bars. The milky bar kid. Chocolate. Blonde hair. Maltesers. Uh, hats. Ah, H- Wayans Brothers. What? James. James, stop us. Well, stop basically, us. Um, I've got a game here, um, and it is called Am I Holmberg 15A, the largest and most powerful supermassive black hole ever discovered, <laughs> or your mum? <laughs> so I will read out a statement, and you have to tell me. If I'm speaking in the character of Holmberg 15A, Holmberg 15, the largest and most powerful supermassive black hole ever discovered, or your mum. Okay. 
I was discovered in 1937 by <laughs> Swedish astronomer Eric Kolmberg. <laughs> Wouldn't that be your mum? <laughs> Is that your final answer? No, because I don't want to offend Sally. That's the black hole. The black hole. No, it's your mum. I'm I'm doing the quiz. So I'm confused, your... but 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 so it's your mom. I say when I say your mum, that's your mum. No, but it's your it's your mum. Your mum. Your mum. Your mum. Your mum. No, it's your mum. No, but it's your mum. No, s- but it is. Your, when I'm asking the question, it is your mum. No, but it's your mum. But it's your no, mum. I say your mum, you say your mum. Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> so, I, say, I say it's the black hole. I say it's Holberg 15A, 15A. the most biggest supermassive sphincter in the galaxy. Black. You are both correct. Hey. It was indeed the Holberg 15A. <laughs> Next one. I'm quite obese. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Feel free to guess. Oh, sorry. I thought you were just. I didn't realize you had a question. Would that be um, the black hole's cousin, Hamburger Sixteen B, <laughs> the, the the most obese black hole in the galaxy? It's that also it's got its own chain of KFC that- and McDonald's. <laughs> what, <laughs> Jordan? No, no. I'm quite obese. Who said it? Holmberg Fifteen A or your mom? Your mom. Your mom. That's correct. <laughs> Next one. I'm located 3.9 billion light years away from Earth. <laughs> um, Is it Holmberg 15A or your mum? It was your mum because she left your dad when they were a kid and left you stranded. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it was, it's the black hole. Yeah. It is. It's Holmberg 15A. Yeah. I'm a cheap whore. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Feel free oh. to guess. I don't know, I feel like Is that Hoberg 15, eh? Hey. Hey. Oh, very good, very good. Uh. I, 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 I feel a bit like um, the black hole is... What was the question? Um, I'm a cheap whore. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a question. A yeah, I know. Uh, the entire point of this game is that it, they were statements. Well, I, I, I feel a bit like there's an easy hole there. The- oh, yeah, okay. oh, actually, it was all right, but I, I yeah, just, okay. Um, it's 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 your mum. It is it is your mum. It is in fact your mum. That's your mum. Next statement: I am bookended by two huge <laughs> celestial cavities that emit massive shockwaves into the universe. <laughs> is it Holmberg fifteen A, the largest black hole ever discovered? Or your mum? Uh, it's your mum, and the two uh, black cavities are just large black men with penises. <laughs> <laughs> and they send shockwaves through the universe, trust me. You are correct. <laughs> no, you're not. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. It's Holmford 15A, the largest celestial black hole ever discovered. Is there any other kind of black hole? Not really, no. I can think of a few. Technically, you can get black holes the size of pennies, but they aren't typically regarded as black holes, black holes. What would a penny-sized black hole be called? Uh, uh, Dave? Quick fire, quick I don't fire. know. Dave? Well, yeah, Dave. It's like, how big's a hole? A hole how big is a hole? Penny. It's the same thing if it's a massive hole like your mum. How, uh, she's got you, a massive hole like your mum. Are you mom. calling my mum a massive hole? No, I'm saying your mum's got a massive hole because it's so loose after being puppeted. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is lowbrow comedy so by infantile. our standards. You watch this is going to be our by mo- our this, this is going to be our most popular podcast ever. <laughs> this will be this this will be the one that like that, oh god. If you put something on the title like your mum's saggy hole, then loads of people will be searching for that. Who 
Who is searching the words for <laughs> your is, most is, saggy hole? Who is searching bare-chested Philip Schofield, which is our most searched term on our blog? <laughs> oh, this is an actual fact, isn't no, it? Yes. And most of our, oh, an awful lot of our readers on the, the blog come from... I posted some sexy Philip Schofield fan fiction about a year and a half ago, and an awful <laughs> lot of people search for Philip Schofield fan fiction. Philip Schofield and just stumble across fiction. our website yeah, because of naked that. Philip Schofield fan fiction yeah. stumble across because of that all people search Peppa Pig podcast and with a like, second result next statement I'm a dumb bitch <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, did Black Hole Black Hole was able to talk I feel what? like I feel like you've you've kind of you've you've made this hard for, for for both of us because every time I say your mom I feel like I'm personally insulting Sally which is which is not the case every single time I say or read out a question I feel as though I'm personally insulting both Toby Toby and Kay Owen <laughs> so what what are we going to go for is it your mom it is it is in fact your mom uh, next statement. I have a celestial mass index of 10 billion units and one of the most <laughs> massive mom. black holes ever discovered. <laughs> your mum. No. Your mum. It's your mom. 15A, the largest celestial black hole ever, <laughs> ever discovered. Next statement. I raised a failure. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, uh, the black hole has crushed an awful lot of hopes and dreams, just as my parents did. Oh. Um, this doesn't oh. work, does it? Just because they crush things and like... Did they crush things? I just thought they stretched them kind of indefinitely. I don't know, they break them. They're not very good for things, no. generally. Hey, speaking of things that are stretched indefinitely... That was a good segue. That yeah. was yeah. a good segue. Okay, okay. I, like, I like to point out when we have a good segue, because it's not often. No. <laughs> Next statement. I'm arguably the most terrifying thing <laughs> in the known universe. Both. Yeah, a combination. Are you, are you saying that... Your mom is the most terrifying thing in the known universe. No, we're saying your mom is the most terrifying thing. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying that your mom is the most terrifying thing in the known universe. There's a couple of times I would like break one of her plates and she would get so mad. And, I'd be and like, she would become the most terrifying yeah, thing she, in the known universe. She'd become a massive black hole. She just transforms. <laughs> <laughs> she just stretches herself out even further than she was already. So what, what, what are we going to say? Both. Both, yeah. Uh, no, it was actually Holmberg 15A. Oh, uh, the largest and most powerful supermassive black hole ever discovered. Uh, next statement. I have body odour problems. <laughs> <laughs> is it your mum? It is your mum. <laughs> next statement. I'm so large that I defy physical laws of the universe. It's definitely your mum. No, it is actually Holmberg 15A, the largest celestial supermassive black hole that's ever come out of your mum's anus. <laughs> Next statement. Wait, is there much competition. <laughs> she regularly produces them after a curry the previous night. Next statement. I'm a waste of skin. <laughs> Your mum. Uh, she's also a waste of other things such as muscles, uh, bones, tendons. Uh, though she's fond of organs. Bones. Um, organs. Eyeballs. That's an organ. Is when I say fond of bones, yeah, I don't. Yeah, really an eyeball's an organ. Yeah. It's a visual organ. It's a, a synesthetial. A visual organ. It's a synesthetial. Like, I want to take your eye out and play with it and rub it on my nipples. A visual, I don't know. A visual <laughs> organ as opposed to one that you play and produces music. Thank you. Thank you. That's, that's just the sound they give me after I've played the organ. You're both um, wrong. It was your mum. <laughs> <laughs> Next statement. Due to my immense size, I am housed by the single largest core ever observed in a galaxy. <laughs> Uh, this stopped being funny. Wait, still a core? 
A core. The black holes have cores? No, no, no. The black hole doesn't have cores. But, oh, okay. Um, a but, super massive... But your mom does. Your, yeah, your <laughs> mom does have a core. And Take it's... that. She's like a really sour apple. Well... No, she just drinks a lot of cores because she's just miserable all the time. <laughs> drinks a lot of core Sundays because your mom's so big. Ha! Your mom's got clinical depression that led to alcoholism. Take that. <laughs> Next statement. <laughs> Wait, no, sorry. We haven't even answered that one. So, due to my immense size, oh, I'm housed uh, by the single largest core ever observed in the galaxy. The Holdenberg. Your mum. It is the Holdenberg 15A. Next statement. I'm disgusting and will consume literally anything I come into contact with. <laughs> both. It is. Yeah, that, that, both. that applies for both. And that is the end of that. That's fantastic. That wow. reminds me a lot of the funniest conversation that myself and Ben Knight, our occasional fourth listener. Hello, Ben, if you're listening. Fourth you listener? Are. Fourth, yeah, fourth, sorry, yeah. fourth, fourth <laughs> member. You're breaking fourth the fourth member. Ben. Occasionally, we have conversations between us, and I really wish we were recording it, because I think yeah, it's so yeah. funny. And this was the pinnacle of that. The conversation topic was reasons your mum's vagina is like bagpuss. <laughs> um, so things like it's pink hairy and it hasn't been seen on TV since the 70s. <laughs> 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 uh, kids love it. Um, <laughs> etc. Um, Do you know what my favourite thing about the it's pink, it's hair, and it hasn't been seen on TV since the seventies thing is? It implies not that like your mom regularly <laughs> puts yeah. her vagina on TV, but that she used to. Perhaps when she was younger. Perhaps when she was in in some rough times, <laughs> she had to she had to sell her body to television networks <laughs> there's been a recent demand to release it on dvd see that's that's up blu-ray that's the genius of that comment because it doesn't it, it's, it's not in your face yeah. but it implies a dark history that your family will perhaps deny <laughs> <laughs> was, was there anything else to this conversation it went on for a long time um i'm struggling to remember them right now um they're friends with a great number of rats um <laughs> oh god regularly seen in shop windows um they're Pink, no, pink, fluffy. Um, the, 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 you know what? You know something else that's fluffy. Do you, do you know what's white? What do you know? Fluffy? Do you know what's white, dry, and fluffy? No. You know, you know what's what, white, what, dry, and fluffy? Yeah. What is it? Whitney like Houston's towel. I'm a Jaffa cake, and before you eat me, I think you should listen. To verbal discharge. I, I do want to add quickly, after the following link, we have had correspondence in from Ben, our occasional fourth member, Ooh. who says, further reasons your mum's for the like Bagpuss, it's saggy and miserable. Um, and we don't apologise for that either. No, we don't, uh, except to your mum. She's lovely. I'm sorry. Keep listening. Toby Toby slash Sally slash... Okay, yeah. Uh, Karen, to give her a proper name. Did you just infer that your own mum's <laughs> vagina was saggy and horrible? Well, yes, he did. I came you heard of, it from the horse's mouth. I came out of it. I should know. <laughs> oh my God, I am so sorry, Kay. <laughs> is this where is this where we've like come to? Is this what's we have we've to been us? reduced to? Just terrible, terrible your mum jokes. Seriously, for like the last twenty minutes, we've been talking about like your mum's vagina. <laughs> your mum. Should we should we raise the tone a bit and talk about the politic? Yeah, that's something we do, isn't so, it? So, you know, my favourite thing to talk about with politics is <gasps> it's George Osborne and his coke habits! Yay! And this week, this week, he dropped an absolute gem on us. Oh, didn't I don't he think we could An entire rock it. of cocaine, is that what <laughs> you call it? He dropped a gem on us and then he snorted it all up, the absolute <laughs> coke fiend. <laughs> See, but I've enjoyed the running joke on the show 
that George Osborne, I say joke, joke. is real. It's, it, it, it's entirely true. Establishment of fact. Did he not turn up to Prime Minister's questions like really high once? Probably. Like probably. I, I remember. I remember that. Probably. From what I gather, it's sort of it's it's whispered around uh, Westminster. It, it's sort of accepted that that, that it does go on. Uh, everyone sort of knows he's got a bit of a habit. Mm. Um, I think that um, what's Matthew his name? Bennett didn't comment on it, but she did deny it. Like, Dennis Skinner um, once gave a. I think he made a statement about it, about how it, it was something to the effect of like, "Oh, you would have paid more attention to me if I was some white lines or something." <laughs> and then uh, the speaker insisted he redact the statement. But this week, Georgie Boy dropped his budget for the week. He did. Uh, of course, he did. I don't mean he dropped like his shopping list. He he, he unveiled the budget, and in it, so he's that because he's. You say this week as though it's it's sort of like like he's going to do another one this week. That being said, he has done four in the past twelve months. Yeah, yeah. In it, he is unveiled the fact that sugary drinks such as Coke are hey. now going to bring a tax, a sugar tax, as it's known. Which is, now the thing is, firstly here, sugar is another word for Coke, and Coke is another word for Coke. So <laughs> and tax is another word for, for what he does to his and nostrils. Osborne is another word for. I uh, can't say any of these words on air. <laughs> but that was an absolute, <laughs> that was an absolute gold mine he dropped on us. However, we should uh, talk through the rest. Of, sorry, was that a joke? Was I that? don't think so. The, some, I, something, I, did something did about... you pretend to understand a pun that he didn't make? <laughs> well, I just I just assumed that if I pretended it was a pun, everyone would go along with it <laughs> under the assumption that it was. Uh, no. So this week he he invoked his budget. And as has been made clear by um, Jonathan Humphreys today in that terrific interview, he has failed to hit all of his targets again, mm-hmm. which is he keeps missing his targets. He keeps failing to do his job, basically. Yeah. Um, oh, that was such a great interview. It made me so happy. Like I saw, I saw James and, and one of our lecturers share it. And oh, I, he squirmed. I, I was just, I listened to the whole four and a half minute clip and I was just every, every single like, kind of uh panicked gideon yeah. little wiggle oh god it was like <laughs> oh i can't explain it but yeah it was very very you should go listen to it so i wondered whether we could in he's had six years in office now in charge of our budget as he has i wondered whether in six minutes we could do a better job than george osborne has wait are we actually getting timed so we will be in a moment however i'm going to explain what we're going to do first okay so uh george osborne the man himself earns his salary for being the Chancellor of the Exchequer. The Exchequer. Is uh, roughly £134,565 per year. You know what I find interesting? That's £134,560 more than I earn. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, if you compare that to the average wage of a UK worker is £24,000. That's also the amount he spends on cocaine in a month. Um, (laughs) That's that's the cocaine he claims on expenses, not (laughs) not his own personal salary, though. About £13,000 is the minimum wage, which a lot of people are on or below. Um, Oh, there are are a load of people below that. yeah. Yeah. So Osborne earns that much per year. However, in addition to earning upwards of £100,000 as his salary, he also uh, makes in excess of ten grand per month renting his family home, which is this huge grand manor mm-hmm. um, in the countryside near London. He earns upwards of ten grand a month renting it out. Okay. Uh, he, pays, he charges extortionate wages for it. Who, who would want to live however, in his house? He, interestingly, doesn't... Who'd want this... to rent a house like this? <laughs> <laughs> it is a lovely house, though. Uh, but he doesn't put that in on his sort of tax form, so he falls into the second tax, bu- tax oh, bracket. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, his wife is a writer of the books, 
Uh, I, I couldn't Which work I could out. appreciate, you know? Yeah. She writes biographies and she writes novels as well. She's written four novels. I can't find how much she makes on royalties, but she's had at least four bestsellers. So what, what, I think what it's sort of stuff does she lot. write? Uh, she writes like, a lot of sort of famous people's biographies as well oh. as she's written a couple of sort of like. Oh, she's one of them. She's a ghostwriter. She's one yeah. of them, which is probably where I'm going to end up. So. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of money coming in there. Also, you may have remembered that George Osborne has a dad made of wallpaper. Wait, um, what? From episode 38. Yeah, do you not remember that? No. 37, oh. 37. Um, yeah, George Osborne's dad owns Osborne & Little, which is the biggest wallpaper firm in the country. And that makes an average annual turnover of £23 million. Ooh. £23 million a year spent on, on wallpaper and so on. Uh, George Osborne owns a 15% share. So... This make, means he comes out with just shy of three and a half million pounds per year, on top of the a <laughs> hundred thousand pounds, hundred thirty-four thousand pounds he makes, and his additional ten grand a month, uh, which for his house, which comes out about what uh, twelve thousand pounds per year. So I added all of this up. Oh, I also want to add in addition that George Osborne has a four million pound trust fund set up by his dad. Four million pounds. Um, so I thought maybe he can live off that for a year and put his wages into the UK economy if he's so desperate on fixing it. Perhaps he can do a better job. And I thought, well, who better to do that than us? Who better <laughs> to try and solve the UK economy than us in six minutes when he has I think minutes? we can do this. I think it's well within our skill set as radio personalities <laughs> to fix the UK economy. So I've got a range of, I think, nine different problems that the UK is facing financially. And we're going to have a budget of £3,484.565. Okay? Right. Hold on. Hold on. Let me, let, me, let me note all this down. So, I've, so, so we've got £3,484,565. I put this, calculator, put this number into the calculator. We've got that to solve one year of the UK economy. One okay. year. And I've got a number of issues here, or rather we spend as we see fit. I've already, I've already solved it. How, what are you doing? We cut all Conservative MP wages, <laughs> funnel them straight back into the economy. That gives us a lot more than three million. But I just wondered whether using just George Osborne's annual income... Oh, OK, just as annual Just using income. his annual income, can we solve a number of the problems facing the UK? I think, okay. Uh, okay, I'm interested to see how this turns out. So, I'm going to begin with some topics, I'm going to read you some numbers, and we can decide how much money we want to put into each issue. Um, guys, sorry, I've already spent it all on cocaine. Oh, Jordan! Oh, oh Gideon! I'm, uh, like I'm George Osborne, <laughs> I do a student radio show, hey! <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, no I'm, I'm still Jordan, I haven't spent it all on coke, let's go. <laughs> okay, so, uh, we're going to have six minutes, starting from... Now, the first problem facing the UK is the underfunding of the NHS. Underfunding of the NHS. So, uh, every year, each regional super hospital falls about £62,000 short of being able to afford the equipment they want and need. Uh, how many super fund hospitals do we try and fund out of our money, what we've got? Um, I say none of them. Privatise, privatise, privatise. Okay, so we're going to... Pri- I say we get rid of all hospitals... Um, Wait a I thought we were trying to solve it. Yeah, no, no, we, we are solving it. We get rid of all hospitals and just big build a really big one in New Hampshire. Okay. Why, why New Hampshire? Everyone. I don't know. It's the first fly thing that came to out. mind. Wait, is fly it isn't New Hampshire in the, in the US yes, it as is. well? Yeah, and we fly everyone out there and then we have no sickly and old people in our country. Good idea. How much are we going to spend on the hospital and fly? We need to pay for flights, so they need to be state-funded, surely. Oh, damn it. <sighs> um, you know what? Let's just give... St- instead of spending £62,000 more on equipment... We could probably put about, if you're really, really in a bad way, we could probably put about, what, £8,000? No, sorry, 
eighty thousand pounds aside and use that to fly all the sick and old people out to yeah. now i'm no medical expert yeah. but i was always raised under the belief that there is no medical problem that cannot be solved with some paracetamol and a plaster so <laughs> i don't know if we we need to allocate really much much funding to this i think i think we give so, we give funding to two super super hospitals i think as, we've, as I've a got good a little gesture why don't we fly them all out to france oh yeah and then we just fly all the sick people to france uh, anyone that can't be solved with a plaster or cowpol. Uh, nice. No, so, paracetamol, not cowpol. Both. Cowpol's a whole different boat. We can stretch to both. We can afford cowpol, paracetamol, plasters. We're eating into our time in cabinet here. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Okay, Come on. Okay. So how, what are we spending on the NHS? Um, Like, I don't know. A hundred grand? That's enough. Grand. Yeah, hundred grand, hundred grand, hundred grand on the NHS. Okay. We've solved the NHS. We are better than Gideon. Okay. Uh, the next thing is also junior doctor wages. Do we put them up? Um, they can't. Do, junior doctors currently work an average of fifty-six hours per week, uh, when forty-three is the average working week, and they pay twenty-two thousand pounds per year. Do we give them. We give them uh, an extra pound an hour. I, okay. I don't know how that translates. Yeah. Uh, okay, fair enough. That all. I'll try and work out how that works. Okay, the deficit is the next issue. The UK's net debt is estimated to be about 93 billion. So this isn't something we're going to solve. We're going to have to liquidate our assets. We have to liquidate all of our assets. And do we try I, do we just put some of the money into solving this or we, do we put all of it in? I don't believe that we should be at all sensible with this money. I okay. think if we've got the option to invest this money to try and see a return of it I don't think we should do that. We should just sell, sell, sell. I think, sell everything. No, no, no. I think we should make a little little booth on the street corner, put put Gideon in it, and make him suck penis for the for, for the deficit <laughs> until he, until he sucked enough penis for for one penny uh, an hour. Can we can to we solve the de- deficit? Are you, do you think that we can pay back the deficit <laughs> in semen that we're going to suck from George Osborne's <laughs> mouth? No, no, no. What? <laughs> You made this a lot weirder now. <laughs> no, don't you claim that I've made this weirder. You've made you've, that weirder. You've just claimed that you wanted to solve the deficit by having George Osborne suck everyone up. <laughs> yeah, so why do you want to suck semen from his mouth? I don't want to suck semen from his mouth. I want to get him to, like, spit it into a bowl. <laughs> Are we going to do anything to solve the deficit? Are we just going to keep all the money and pretend it isn't there? Um, <laughs> keep all the money and pretend it isn't there. Uh, okay, the next issue facing the UK is the lack of financing for Crank Free. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, this is a big one. So the original Crank was made for about £8 million, uh, but it made about £32 million at the box office. Right. So, George Osborne could single-handedly finance a third of the Crank movie, the third Crank movie, using his, his wages, or it could take him sort of two and a half years to finance a Crank movie if he saved up. <laughs> Do we? I think we try and get, like, Sebastian Coe or someone else in on it. We try and yeah, get a couple yeah. of... I, appears and we put in like a third or a quarter of the money. I think what we do instead of trying to fund a third scripted and planned and staged crank film, yeah. what we do is we blur the lines artistically in avant-garde style between where the film ends and where the documentary begins. And what we do is we take a million of our three, almost three and a half million budget. Okay. We spend it entirely on cocaine. We make George Osborne do it all in one continuous sitting <laughs> and we just film what happens. Could it be like sort of the, the Limitless TV series where Jason Statham turns up for a bit, tells him what to do, and then the rest of it plays out with George Osborne? All right, Gideon, is is one million pounds worth of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun. He has to keep cocaine in his system otherwise he crashes. 
Just I, I, like I, real George Osborne. Yeah, like, like yeah, real yeah. George yeah. Osborne, yeah. Actual okay. life. I'm for that. We spend £1 million on, on budget. cocaine. On okay. just someone to follow. We get like a director to follow around George Osborne and Jason Statham does a cameo. I'd do it on an iPhone. We don't, we don't <laughs> need a director. <laughs> <laughs> like Tangerine. Um, okay. Fantastic. Uh, are so we keeping a track of all of the budgeting I'm, here? Yeah, I've got it. We've still oh my got God. About, we've still got over £2 million to spend. Okay, um, okay. How much exactly? £2,384,000. So we're doing all right. We're I doing all right. I took the doctor's salary out as being about like yeah, £500,000 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, okay, sugar tax. Uh, just because it's not your white powder of choice, George, doesn't mean you should make everyone pay more for it. Hey! Uh, um, okay, it'll make approximately £53 million per year. Do we undo that? Do we... Do we get rid of the sugar tax? Do we increase the sugar tax? I mean, make more money? I mean, it's just a stupid idea, so we get rid of it. We don't need the fifty-three million going to the economy. Sugar tax. Okay, so we get rid of it. Take out fifty-three million pounds. Also, Sorry. there's sugar in almost everything. Oh no, yeah. it's only uh, carbonated drinks. Oh, there's um, there are two bans, I believe, for drinks that have less than five percent sugar content and drinks that have a less than eight percent sugar content. Okay, we've now hit six minutes, but that's fine. We we'll just keep going. Just pretend George Osborne didn't care about the limit, didn't care about hitting. Well, his he targets. never missed time. So we're not going to hit ours. Um, but be safe take in the knowledge. That, George Osborne, <laughs> satire, baby. <laughs> be safe in the knowledge that we still aren't doing a worse job than he has. <laughs> uh, here's a quote from George Osborne on the sugar tax. I was not prepared to look back at my time here in this parliament doing this job and say to my children's generation, I'm sorry. We knew there was a problem with sugary drinks, we knew it caused disease. But <laughs> <laughs> but we ducked the difficult decision and did nothing. Is that an actual quote? That's an actual quote. It causes disease. Yeah. What disease? Apart from maybe your teeth falling out your head, but that's not a disease. <laughs> I like the idea that he says he's going to say that to his children as well, as though like like he's going to anyone sit down. wants to reproduce. He's going to sit them. down with Gideon Junior and Gideon's going to be like, "Oh, Daddy, can you can you read me the book with the cats in it?" And he's going to be like, "I don't want to look back at my time in government, <laughs> knowing that we could have solved the disease." And he's I, like, "But Daddy, the, the cats. Tell me about the cats." <laughs> Uh, he's cut funding for the NHS as well, so clearly disease isn't his main priority. So <laughs> he's making up fictional diseases to say, I got rid of that one. Wasn't he, well, in the first place, he wasn't qualified to do the job, was he? No, he's he didn't not. have the qualifications. Have no. But nor did Michael Gove, uh, mm. nor did half of that, that, that parliament. Okay, transport is the next issue. George Osborne has just put £300,000 into developing a series of high speed rail links to the HS3, etc., from sort of the north to London. Uh, do we, do the we, north, the north, yeah. Just everywhere in the north. <laughs> it's somewhere in Yorkshire. From the north to London. <laughs> you know, there's just the, the, there's a line to you southerners, isn't there? There's you go you go slightly north of Chesterfield. Like there's, there's, there's just there's just a line. There's just a line vertically or horizontally across the country, and anything above that. There's a barren wasteland. Between yeah, you know, you know Scotland. There's you know when you not, you know when like your your great grandfathers looked out at the trenches on World War One and and they just saw mud and shell holes. That's all the north is, isn't they it? They thought, well, at least we're not in the north. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so are we going to put money into high speed rail networks? Oh no, we don't need them. We've no. got we've got a really established rail. Network. I think. So, you, Instead. Want, you don't want to be able to get home to the north sooner. No. <laughs> Why would I ever want to return to I, that coal-ridden cesspit instead, of despair? Instead of spending that money on a high-speed train that's going to cut through a load of greenbelt land, yeah. we should instead just spend it all on butane and blow up the greenbelt land instead. Good idea. How much is the butane going to cost? I mean, butane's dirt butane? cheap, isn't it? I mean, it's just you've got to get a lot of it. So maybe, I don't know... Two hundred thousand pounds worth of butane. Um, it costs about one pound and no one dollar and nine cents for a gallon. 
So yes, so buy, we could buy a lot of butane. We could buy, like... How much are we allocating on butane? Should we buy, like, 100,000 gallons of butane? Yeah. Okay, fantastic. So what I'll does do that, that work out to? How much butane have we got? About 100,000 gallons. And that leaves us with £2,321,000. To spend. Hmm. That's quite a lot. That's quite a lot of butane. Uh, and quite a lot I, of I'm googling now. How much could I destroy with a thousand <laughs> gallons of butane? <laughs> uh, apparently, not very much. Oh, okay. Do you want more butane? Do you yeah, want we need like, more butane. Should we buy like uh, an extra four? Four hundred thousand. Yeah, that's yeah, four hundred thousand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get it all. Wait, you could destroy a lot with a hundred thousand gallons of butane. Wait, how much butane did we buy? A hundred thousand uh, gallons. Oh, I thought we no, only we bought, bought a thousand. No, we bought fifty thousand gallons. Oh, fifty thousand. Sorry. Should so should we buy a hundred thousand? Let's buy a hundred thousand gallons of butane. We've now bought 100,000 <laughs> gallons of butane. Brilliant. Oh, we are sorting right. the economy out. You sort out the economy. I'm going to go and set this up to burn the green belt land. So you're going to burn the green belt land. Is there anything else you want to do with butane? Um, do you want to, like, get, Let's see if... I bet George Osborne would try and see if he could get high off it. <laughs> he is George Osborne. He is George Osborne. Oh, I'm trying to think what else we can burn. Like, they'll, they'll probably try and burn Junior anything doctors? owned by current government. They'll just burn anything... The NHS. Yeah, probably. The disabled. We could burn the concept. The elderly. The young. The elderly. We, ooh, yeah, burn the elderly. The elderly. We how, could... many, how many old people's homes are there in the country? I don't know, <laughs> but how many of them are out of work? Because how many do we not need? All I'm saying is we should strap one gallon of... or How many have we got? 100,000 100, gallons. 100,000 gallons. gallons. Let's strap half a gallon of... Bu- Wait, do you think... Half a gallon of butane is enough to destroy an old person. No, I think <laughs> <laughs> an old person. Yes. So if we say let let's let's get for that for like all, for all the butane <laughs> we've I purchased, think... we could destroy two hundred thousand old people, <laughs> and they you know what they wouldn't be claiming benefits anymore. <laughs> I think it would be more effective to just blow up every old people. Look, one old people's home in every major town or city. Send uh, a message could, to the others. Spend... Send them into the wilderness. <laughs> This is what happens. This is what happens when you scrounge off the, like, the, the state. If we buy an extra sort of, what, 10 gallons of butane. No. And then we could spend send like 10,000 gallons of butane. We could send about five gallons to every old people's home. Just drench it. Throw a match in. Burn them all down. Burn them all down. We could take out dozens of them at a time. Um, that'd be quite effective. I'm, I'm, I think we should do that. As in, I'm going to add that to the budget now. Great. So we've 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 burnt down every old person's home in the country. What about young people? What about education? Um, um, oh, average, do we need to put money into that? It ta- it costs the government about eight thousand pounds to put a child through thirteen years of the mandatory state education. So, do it's we not much, that really. No, it's not. Do we put more money in to give more children education? <laughs> no, we don't need to educate. Let's people. spend money on. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. Let's spend money on keeping children away from education. Or. We could do the opposite, and we could keep them in full-time education, so they pay... No, they don't. No, 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 no. Let's lower tax, don't they? Yeah, let's spend all of our money on children in private schools. Yeah. And none of it on public schools. That sounds like a real Tory policy. Yeah. That sounds like the sort of thing they would just say in a cabinet meeting. I, I enjoy how in this sort of ironic take on conservative economic policy... <laughs> we've made Over the course of it, we've policies. been growing gradually and gradually more conservative. We're saying, <laughs> we don't need the elderly, we'll kill them all with beauty, <laughs> and we don't need to bother with public schooling. I, I, I find it interesting that... Um, 
in in in, pri- in 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 public schools, I think it's twenty five pence in in a thousand pounds is spent on each child. Yeah. Where in private schools, thirty five pounds in every thousand pounds is spent on a child. That's unreal. Yeah, there you go. There's some inequality in the one percent for you, Danny <laughs> Dolan. Go read up on that. So, are we spending anything on education? Um, no. Well, we no, buy, we're spending it we on. We buy loads of scissors and add them as equipment for PE. Yeah. Dangerous, kill some kids there. Wait, do, oh yeah, that's a good idea yeah. actually. Oh, oh, javelins. We could buy a load of javelins. Did you use them in but, maths lessons? Yeah, and use them in like in home English. economics. Yes. Okay, now yeah. this this is <laughs> food tech. This is admittedly <laughs> a controversial policy I'm about to come out with here. Okay. You know all the sports that you do in PE. Yes. Oh yeah. We scrap them all off, replace them all with jousting. <laughs> And then, because I, I, if you jousting with AK forty sevens, that's not jousting. That's just shooting someone from horseback. No, 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 no. It's jousting because we we put we put the little knives on the end of the AK forty sevens because we can't we can't afford the bullets, and we just make <laughs> we we make children ride on the back. Of, well, we spend of, all of our budget on AK forty sevens. What we've purchased we, we, now. We make now. children. Ride on the back of disabled people <laughs> <laughs> and joust each other with knife strapped AK 47s. The problem is, there's about what 800 schools in the country, let's say. Yeah. And we're going to need to buy a horse for all of them. <laughs> at least two horses. No, at least two horses for each of them. And, and, and assuming that they're AK-47s things. being fired from a moving horse, it's only a matter of time until what, that, like at least one of those horses yeah. is going to get taken out. I think out. that's too inefficient. I think we could yeah, but that's only if we're using we? AK-47s. Right. I'm we, sorry. Okay, You're past, right. The UK has invented have football, rugby, golf, cricket, all of these sports. Can we invent a new sport, which is just kids putting spikes on their faces and <laughs> running into each other. Yes! What, what are we going to call it? Spike face. <laughs> <laughs> How much money are we going to allocate to the uh, the Premier to... Spike Face League? <laughs> We're going to need to set up a specialist board to manage this, the uh, the, the Spike Face Union, so the, the SF, SFU. <laughs> we don't need um, a union. Yeah, we do. We need, we need the SFU. We need the Spike Face Union. <laughs> we need to build some Spike Faces. Um, How much money like, do you think we're going to need for spike face masks masks is it like yeah it'd be like it's sort of like, like piercings oh okay i thought we were like just getting kind wait, of like a, wait, a spike they... gun and and piercing the children's face with them their, their headbands and they've got to charge into the other person you could, you oh could... i thought you meant as in we'd have like sort of iron masks covered in face covered in oh spikes. no 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 they actually have to like run the risk of death yeah Otherwise, it's it's not going to solve it's not going to solve the problem. Of. No, no. But what what I was imagining was like, have you ever seen that Attenborough documentary? Um, I think it was in, in Afri- which David Attenborough jousts with a face. Spike no, mask. I, think, I think I think it was in Africa where it showed um, giraffes dueling, and all they did was they used the little horns on top yeah. of their head and they swung themselves and hit each other with their necks. Now imagine that. This is a beautiful image for you here. <laughs> two children, two children in their <laughs> PE equipment, standing face to face. Swinging their spiked face masks at each other until one of them bleeds out. I think they've got to run at each other. You've got to start from one point and run at each other. Yeah, yeah. Middle, like you have to like you. You have to do the hundred meter hurdles first, and then <laughs> dive into each other in like a sandpit. But they never clean the sandpit no, out, okay. so it's just okay. full of children's blood. No, it starts. You've got like a fifty yard pitch, um, which is sort of like concrete or something. Um, <laughs> And they charge at each other, and they've got like an obstacle they have to overcome in the way. Oh, we don't, we don't, we don't want concrete. We don't want to make it too dangerous. They have that bouncy tarmac. Okay, okay, yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm for that. Okay. Um, and then you have to, yeah, they have to charge at each other. They try and get their head spike into the other person's head yeah. first. The problem there, that the problem is, it becomes 
a draw happens an awful lot. <laughs> um, unless you target, you get different points for different parts of the body. Oh yeah, you could do like a duck and sweep and take out their carotid artery. Yeah, a cro- like a low blow is worth the most points. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh god. Getting them in the feet is worth a small amount of points, but it's got a tactical advantage. Yep. Um, Especially when you go into the second round. You know and they what? Can't we'll, really we'll, we'll leave the SFU to to iron out okay. the details. Yeah, but yeah. Okay. How so much how much money put into? How much money have we got left? How much money have we got uh, left? We've got two million. I say all of it. <laughs> I think this is a great idea. Should we put like a million pounds into a million pounds into sport? compulsory spike face hey, for all you, schools? Yeah. <laughs> compulsory spike face. Compulsory spike. Face. I would like to see by the time you got to year eleven how many children are left. There's kind of like Alex oh, in, in 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 sick form, and that's the only person who made <laughs> it through. Kind of like my sick form, to be fair. <laughs> there wouldn't be many, but the ones that would survive would be the greatest spike face players in the world <laughs> the only spike face players in the world and then they okay. go to the spike face olympics and you fight against the other spike face players from but other countries if this is something we've invented we could host the spike face olympics <laughs> and we could get we, we could get return on this investment yes. all i'm saying is if we invest now into the spike face olympics and the spike face union People will get interested in spike face. <laughs> we can make shirts. We can make foam fingers. We can make... Oh, spiky fingers. Spiky fingers. We, we can, can make, make spiky masks. shirts. We can make when, when spiky people, flags. There can be drinking games involved, and people can down a finger when they're... Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no like, finger, it wasn't spike. What? Down, down... People can spike each other's drinks. Down your beer when someone loses an eyeball. <laughs> okay, should we move on to the next topic of the... Yeah. They've got two more issues facing the economy. Okay. The next one is Madeleine McCann. Uh, so the search for Madeleine McCann has, in about just under nine years now, has cost the UK government £11 million. Uh, and yet they haven't looked in my basement. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're, a, you are live on air. That is going to be picked up. For a further half million, I reckon we could probably find a corpse. Do we put that money in? No, she's lost cause. She, she is. She's been dead okay, for she, like nine years. So we put no money into Madeline McCann. To quote Frankie Boyle, because I, I don't want to be the one actually saying this, Maddie is an anagram of I'm dead. Is it? Yep. It yeah. is. It, it is. is. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so there you go. So there, we're putting no money into Madeline McCann. We don't need to put money into researching a parent's throwing a corpse into the sea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um... However, <laughs> do we put money into other police causes? The, the London Metropolitan Police Service costs around £3,208 million to run per year. Um, so George Osborne's salary covers about 3% of what it costs to run the police force in this country. Really? Yeah. So, do we put any money into like raising the police force? Do we put some into getting like... I say we put, we put all of our money into genetic in- engineering to make super cops. Yes. But yes, would we have to when all the people graduating from our public schools are seasoned spike face players <laughs> and we could just enlist them straight into the police force? Okay. You, yeah. You've got a new police force in vision there. Yeah, a police force that is based entirely on the strength of having spikes all over the policeman's face. When they run down, run they run down the criminal and gore them behind from behind like a kind of Yeah, like bull. a bull, like a bull. Oh. I think we could put maybe like 40,000 pounds into Yeah, we we into, can we into can into do like that. further police recruitment. Yeah, we yeah, can yeah. allocate yeah. that. Okay. That leaves us with 1,181,000 pounds left to play with. Do we have anything else we want to spend this money on? Cocaine. Or do we give it back to George Osborne and let him spend it on cocaine? Um, oh, yeah. Let's let's get some um, spike face merchandise for ourselves okay. as well as some cocaine and prostitutes to celebrate the amazing job that we have done. 
Wait, so how much money have we got left? We've got uh, just over a million pounds left. That is a really good weekend right there. Yeah, let, let's give ourselves, like, say, 100,000 to have some fun with. Okay. Put another 500,000 into butane, because <laughs> you can never have too much <laughs> butane. Put 5,000 into butane, fine. How much uh, money have we spent on butane? Uh, well, it'll be now. around 65,000 pounds. No, it's no, not, because be we spent a million on butane, didn't we? No, we spent... We spent, we spent 100,000 100, on butane, so, so now about, it would be... It's about 115,000 pounds. Yeah, yeah. 115,000. So okay. if we bought 500,000 more gallons of butane, we will be spending like 600,000 pounds on butane. We could buy like some radioactive isotopes. Yeah. Like, drop them on Russia. Yeah. Now, wait a minute. How much would it cost to bomb the French? Um, nothing, I'm sure. There are a lot of people who do it for free. Um, <laughs> no, missiles are expensive. They yeah. cost like millions each. Yeah. Uh, so we probably haven't got enough money to... Unless we staged guerrilla warfare, we could use IEDs on the French, but we, we'd, we'd struggle to, like, nuke them with precision weapons. For, yeah, we okay. could we could make bombs out of the masks of fallen spike face players. Um, a submarine-based nuclear warhead would cost around... Oh, somewhere in the region of about 1,600 million. Right, let's get pounds. one. Let's get one. We can't afford it. How much money have we got left? About a million. Which is oh damn it is we've got we can afford like ten percent of a nuclear warhead, which is probably enough to blow up France anyway. Let's uh, what let, let, let's downgrade it. What what were other missiles we could get? We could get some sidewind sidewinders. They're always nice. I mean, they're uh, they're only air to air missiles. Could we invest in like we could of... shoot pigeons with them? Okay, a tomahawk, which is the U.S. Navy's standard go to missile, costs around five hundred sixty nine thousand uh, dollars, which is. Imagine being what, a fighter like three... pilot. Imagine being a fighter pilot and shooting someone down with a missile. You're like, oh, there goes half a million. <laughs> Woo! I right, I reckon that's probably like thirty-five thousand in our money. Yeah, so, so three hundred fifty thousand. So yeah. should we buy a massive missile? Yeah, let's get a missile and launch yeah. it at France. <laughs> and we've done a better job than George Os. Wait, do we still have money yeah, left? We've got uh, eight hundred twenty-six thousand pounds. We should probably give it to like Water Aid or someone like yeah. charities. Actually, do some good. Like cancer research. We put it all into cancer research. Yeah, everything in cancer okay. research. Everything goes into cancer research. Um, except I'm going to save like five pound fifty to buy a ticket for the live show. Um, oh yeah. Hey. hey. So if you like George Osborne, uh, are coming to our live show on May the fifth. <laughs> um, is that a tenuous link? That was that was no, pretty no, good no, link. definitely that, that not. Was, yeah, yeah. Um, you you want to come see us? It's at the Maypole Cafe Bar and Theatre. Yeah. May the fifth. Yeah, you can buy tickets online. Yep. Yeah. Or on the website. door. Or on the door. Yeah. Fantastic. Whatever takes your fancy, well, and you can watch us live and help us scheme. In the meantime, we've just solved the UK economy, so good job, gentlemen. But we've created a UK in which we've we've slightly increased police funding, which but which to be honest, yeah. we will need because everyone <laughs> leaving our schools are now seasoned spike face players. We've started a new compulsory sport for all school children. We've killed we... off all of the elderly people in the country, and we've purchased millions of gallons of butane. And we got rid of all the hospitals. So we moved funding for all hospitals. And you know what? If that's the kind of Britain you want to see, then you can vote for the verbal discharge party next general election. <laughs> or if it's like you want 10% of that, just vote for the Tories instead. Top of the morning, Toria. My name's Alan Pacino, and I was the star of Scarface. I'd like to wish you a happy St. Patrick's Day, because I'm very Irish. And you're back with us here at Verbal Discharge. You just heard us solve all the problems the British economy is facing, and now Jordan is going to present to us something incredible. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me what I was going to present, though. I don't know what you're going to present. What are you presenting? Make a guess. 
Um, you are going to declare your love for um, all equines and insist that we worship them as gods. You're entirely wrong. Um, all right, have, you, have either of you ever been in a taxi? Yeah. I have. Yeah, have point. either of you ever been in an Uber? No. I've never been in an Uber, but I know a lot about it. Yeah, so so something interesting happened um, in, in the news lately with Uber. I don't know if you've seen it. There, there was a man, an Uber driver, who has been accused of this killing... Is, uh, this is a man who drives for the company. For the co- yeah, not not an just, Uber he's driver. Like really, really he's like a driver. really good driver. He was a really good driver, because I'll tell you why he's a really good driver in a second. He's been accused of killing six people oh. during a shooting rampage last month. Oh. But he said, and this is quote-unquote, that the app controlled him like a puppet, forcing him to go on the spree. What? Jason Dalton, 45... Oh, I was hoping for Jason Donovan, then. <laughs> ...is alleged to have gone on the murder spree in Kalamazoo, Michigan, right. on February the 20th, accepting ride fares through Uber in between the shootings. What? So he killed somebody, got, got in his car, took someone where they wanted to go, then went somewhere else and killed some more people... Then took another fare to his final murder destination. Well, you know, at least he's turning a profit on his murder. He, I, I, yeah, I presume. But he, he, out. he, he, according to reports based on official police documents, shortly after his arrest, he told the officers that the app acted like artificial intelligence that could tap into your body. We've stepped up from people blaming the Bible and blaming God told me to do it, haven't they? Yeah, Without he's kind. Of, he's in a progressive society now. He, 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 Facebook he, told me to do it. Yeah. Um, so he went on to describe how he believed that the Uber app within his iPhone, was able to control him at various points in the evening by changing a symbol on his screen from black to red. Why not? And obviously, the app. I don't that know. That's a good point. If you've killed two people already and you think the app's doing it, kill the app. Yeah. Whenever my apps change colour unexpectedly on my phone, you know what? I can sympathise with this guy because I kill people as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, um, he, he, he is alleged, right, so he's suspected, suspected somehow, of killing two strangers and seriously injuring two others. Great. Oh, wow. He, he is alleged to have shot a woman multiple times at an apartment complex before shooting a father and son who were looking at cars. He is then later accused of killing five people and wounding a 14-year-old girl in the car park of the Cracker Barrel restaurant. Oh, Barrel laughs, this guy. Yeah, yeah, so he, 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 was, he was... What he, a crazy was, cracker. He, sorry, he's that was a fun a, guy. Sorry, I, I should be respectful of those guys' memories. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh this, this is guy. really... This is the, but, of course, everything is game for discharge material. Yeah. So, so I thought, what, is, what are some of the things that we've done that we could blame on Uber if, if it's in the past... If it had been around then, or if it's in the present, it did, why didn't why didn't we blame Uma, Uber? So I'll, I'll start. Why off with didn't it. we blame Uma? Uma, Uma Thurman. Yeah, take um, that, Uma Thurman. I well, blame you for all these terrible things. When I, I saw the second volume of Kill Bill, it made me go and kill some people. I tell you, <laughs> I killed Bill. He's a really nice guy, actually. Bill. He lives across. He He's lives across granddad. from me. Oh, you got a granddad called Bill? Yeah. I didn't kill him. He's the only one that isn't dead. No. Out of two. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, no. So so so. Some of the terrible things I've done in year three. Yeah. Yep. So, so starting out young with my atrocities, I stole I stole a pen from a girl called Lindsay, and and you monster. And listen, listen, because you'd get in trouble if you didn't have one when you were d- d- told oh. to write. I I lost <laughs> my pen earlier that day. So while while she was out of the classroom and everyone wasn't looking, 
I took her pen and let her take the fall <laughs> instead. Fair play. Good on you. Sorry, Good Lindsay. You. Sorry, well, you, Lindsay. You've got to look out for number one, haven't you? Is this, yeah, the, yeah. Is this like the primary school equivalent of like, oh, if, if you take a loaf of bread to feed your starving family, is it really theft? Uh, which I obviously believe, equates no, to... Like you've stolen a loaf of bread from another starving family. Well, yeah. yeah. But if, you've, if it's to feed your starving family, is it yeah, really but theft? the family's now dead. Well, yeah, but it's not theft, is it? Because yeah, you're feed, But you're feeding your starving okay, family. It's not theft, but a family of children is now dead. Well, it's not my fault. My, uh, it's not my problem. My family's fed. Fair enough. Yeah, they're, not, they're not starving his, his anymore. His family would be dead if, if he didn't take it. Yeah, good look out for number one. Speaking of stealing and bread... No, <laughs> no I, I didn't kill anybody else's family. I once threw a stone really hard out of my garden. Oh. Yeah, and that was my bad deed because it hit a really elderly woman in the neck. <laughs> These are these are true things. I just what? I just want to get the, I just want to get these out of the way. I threw a stone really hard when I was in my garden when I think I was about twelve years old. I just oh. I threw it, and of course an old woman happened to be just out of my eyesight, and my my stone went straight into her neck, <laughs> and she told my mum, oh. and I, I I got grounded. Yeah, did it do any damage? Or? Um, I'm not entirely sure. You know, I, I, like she she made some like choking coughing noises, so I, I hope she I didn't break her it. larynx. Yeah. Um. Ben came into the office earlier. Oh yeah. Um and and like Your left yeah yeah my office in, in in the house that we live in right. Now. Ben came into the office and gave me an orange. Right. Um well he he just kind of gave me this orange and left it without saying a word. So I just assumed, right, that he'd given it me to eat. So I ate it and then like after he'd had a shower he came back out the room and he said, "You haven't eaten the orange, have you?" <laughs> I was like, no, and he was like, I was saving that. I wanted you to wait. Did you deny that you'd eaten the orange? No, no, no. I said I had. I said I said I'd, oh, g- right, I'd give the okay. orange back. I, I thought should... I, it was. It would be a bit hard to deny that one. And how are you blaming that on Uber? I, I just like I, I looked at the app and it said, "Are you hungry, John?" And, <laughs> and I was like, "No, Uber. I'm not hungry." And they were like, "Peel the orange." Feed me a orange. spare cat. Feed me. Stray cat. Feed me a what? A spare cat. <laughs> Where'd the cat, cat come from? Around. Where'd the cat come it's from? American Psycho. He's making um, an American Psycho oh. reference. Yeah. No, just find a cat lying around that no one wants and just chuck it in his mouth. Something else that could that could be blamed on Uber. That time, you know, that Hitler killed all those people. Yeah. Could have blamed that on Uber. Yeah. yeah but yeah, I was just wondering, done. what what terrible things have you done in the in the past, either of you? Do you so want to start, yeah, Robbie? Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I've never done anything terrible. I mean, uh, I mean, th- I want... this this is an easy one for Robbie because he does terrible things on the show all the time. I do it for the sake of comedy, though. Yeah. Um, I once, when I was a wee nipper, and this is one of those things that brings me out in in a cold sweat. Uh, called a kid fat, and he was one of my few friends, uh, and I thought it was a fact because he he was fat, and I thought, well, he won't be offended. Like if he said you're skinny, which I was at the time. <laughs> I didn't think I'd be offended, so I assumed he wouldn't. He wouldn't mind it if I called him fat, uh, and he did. He did. He was upset. By how much? How much did he mind it? What? Was what was your upset. exact wording of the phrase? Like, well, or the your fat? That well, I <laughs> was it? Was it just then, your fat, or was it? Oh, you fat son of a bitch! No, it was like <laughs> it was like you won't be. It was. We're talking about like how quick people were or something. Because in school, that's a big deal. How who's the quickest in a race? Who would win in a race? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I said, well, you won't be that fast because you're fat. Um, which in hindsight was horrible. Yeah, that's such a cutting yeah, remark yeah. to just pull out of nowhere. Um, and he was quite upset by that. And I went, no, you're you're, you're big. I was saying something about how you're bigger and you're you're different in speed or something. Um, <laughs> I tried to cover it. 
I don't think I did a very good job looking back on it. Well, how did you try and cover it? You just kind of go, <laughs> I didn't mean it. Uh. <laughs> yeah. No, uh. I tried to say other things. I, that wasn't what I meant. I didn't mean it that bluntly. All right. Um, and I've been doing the same trying to retract everything I've said ever since. <laughs> <laughs> and I, can, I now blame it on Uber, though. It was Uber's fault. It was Uber Uber's fault. Uber made you call him fat. fat. Uber said, you can't have overweight people in this car. Yeah. What about you, James? What horrible things have you done in the past? Um, I um, went... Uh, I, I, I always feel that I mention this almost too much on the podcast. Um, oh, okay. I went traveling over summer, and on one of the early nights that we went out, I think the first place we went was Amsterdam, um, I took it upon myself to... There was one particular uh, friend of mine who I knew was coming on the full stint. Uh, he's my friend, Ollie. Hi, Ollie, if you're listening. And I decided if I was with him for the full month... I could play the long con, and on just odd nights, I would put assorted food items in his bed. So the first night, <laughs> I put a few grapes like on his pillow or something. Very subtle. He didn't really mind. He brushed them off. Mm. Left it a few days. We'd moved on to the next location. We've moved to Berlin. Bed full of biscuits. <laughs> and it just got progressively worse and worse and more and more ridiculous. And every single time he mentioned it or brought it up, like, why is my bed full of food again? <laughs> I would play stupid and just and just pretend that I, I, I didn't know who it was. And I, I just, I let it sit for so long, just putting off as like, like I, I actually joined in the witch hunt. <laughs> and for what, like, for what, very, like, like, like a fool. He mistook me for one of his trusted friends um, and actually started backing me because I got really into it. I was like, right, whoever's doing this needs to stop. It's, it's gone beyond a joke now. Will you just come forward? Did um, nobody else know you were doing it either? I think, I think I told one other person about halfway through the trip and they were like, that's quite funny. And I was like, I know, I'm not going to stop. But um, eventually it, uh, the truth did come out. Okay, he didn't just blame it on the Uber driver and be done with it. No, no, he blamed it on Clash of Clans. What? Explain. It's a different app. I mistook you for being serious. You took yeah. us on a wild witch hunt again. Um, do you want to know all the terrible things that I've done? I Go feel on. like you've got a list. Um, I bought a slingshot like every cool kid before me, <laughs> um, which I uh, used when I was riding around uh, with my spiked hair and my razor <laughs> scooter <laughs> and my tribal <laughs> tattoo. None of this is true. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I bought a slingshot and one day I, I remember just sitting there and like being really, really wary of it because I knew it was powerful, mm. but I didn't know how powerful. So I went into the garden. I picked up like one of those sort of small patio stones that people have um, and I just, uh, just aimed it just, just out across the estate with no, nothing really like and just fired it, just fired it into the air and it flew and flew and flew. And then I heard a car alarm go off and ran inside under the assumption that I was going to get arrested. I have a, I have an incredibly similar story to that. Right. Um, I, there's a bit... Have you ever been to Aberdovey? Aberdovey. That it, is not a real it's, place. It's, it's, it's a place in Wales. Yeah. It's even so smaller. Not a real place. It's, yeah, it's even smaller than Aberystwyth, which is at, at the end of the line. But um, Aberdovey, yeah, it's a tiny place. And there's a, there's a lovely beach there. But also, just a bit further down the coast, past where the sand is, there's a really rocky bit. Yeah. And me and my mom went there on holiday once, and I was throwing, I was skimming stones, mm. um, as you do. And I picked up a really big one, and I thought, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll kind of get, you know when you um, throw something underarm, but it's heavy, so you do it with both arms, so you kind of swing oh, it from beneath yeah, yeah. your legs, you from in between like, your legs, yeah, I've and got throw you. it. I had this really big rock. 
And I thought, oh, I'll throw this. And th- bearing in mind that this is like the, the, the steps and the wall above you are about 12 feet higher than me. Mm. And I, I throw this rock, but it doesn't go forward into the water. It goes backwards up onto the walkway. Doesn't hit anybody, which is something like my mom was petrified of. Mm-hmm. But it did break off somebody's wing mirror. <laughs> Ooh. Hmm. Did you did you do the decent thing and give your details over, or did you? I run? think I think my mom sorted it out. I I can't remember, but I just remember. Like, I'm so sorry, my son accidentally destroyed your wing mirror, mirror with a big rock. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, th- throwing rocks aren't great. Oh, Anything else, Robbie? Any any oh, other endless, terrible stories? Endless, endless Apart from those times where you pretended to be people. I to be Joel Cohen. Yeah, I blame that on Uber. Um, I I once I mentioned a similar story actually once, but. I remember when I bought Advance Wars Dark Conflict in Asda. Um, they did. They used to do these like Club Nintendo codes. That was that, that was quite with. a quite a good game. If it I was recall. fantastic. It was. I it still was go back great. to it every now and again. I I, it's I really liked the uh, the animated leaders. Every single time I played one, it always reminded me of the uh, the time when Aragorn entered the White Mountains and he, <laughs> he called upon the army of the dead to fulfil their oath and brought them with him to Gondor to fight the armies of Sauron. Me too. Um, I. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> no. Um, I... <laughs> <laughs> Look yeah, at you trying old, to pick it back old up. Nintendo get Nintendo games used to come with these codes that you put into the website, and it'd give you star points for every purchase made. I used to get five hundred for a Wii game or two hundred and fifty for a DS game. Oh, I remember those. Yeah. Oh God, I'd forgotten about those completely. And my my copy of Advance Wars Dark Conflict uh, didn't have one of the codes in when I bought one. However, I became aware that. Uh, when you bought one in Asda, right? They left those codes in there, and they just used to put the manual and the, the actual disc or the, the cartridge into the box when you uh, when you came to buy it. Okay. Um, and I went up and I told my mum at the time, oh, um, because I was annoyed about them not having the thing in there. I'll go and ask at the desk and see if I can get a new one. Uh, so I went up while my mum was looking through the, the, the something else, like some other department. I went up, I took one out of the box, put it in my pocket, and went back. And my mum said to me, did you get one? I went, yeah, yeah, they gave it to me. It was fine. I just asked them and they gave it to me. Went, I'm really proud of you. A few months ago, you wouldn't have asked them. You wouldn't have gone and asked the stranger <laughs> public when actually I'd just gone and stolen. You just, you, you'd broke, continued I'd that broke, cycle. Yeah. And today, I think it's the only time I've ever broken the law. <laughs> <laughs> I stole a piece of paper and my mum told me she was proud of me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's something that it's actually, it's making me sweat just thinking about it, just talking about it. Um, if you're listening, mum, I'm sorry. Squares, 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 squares. So we did something fascinating with the kind of the the format last week. We did, and I thought we could do it again because I quite liked it. Okay. Do, do, do you remember? So, do you remember this? Was this where we did a, a word each? We, oh no, I thought it was when we we kind of did all our plugging and then left a little bit to talk at the end. Yeah, let's do that. Let's give this a whirl. You can find us on Twitter at VerbDisRadio. Oh, God, you've taken my one. Or our website, VerbalDischarge.co.uk. Or on Find All Our Things on the Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash VerbalDischarge. Or if you want to email us, you can email us things at verbaldischarge.co.uk. Or you can find us on a little thing called SpeakPipe, where you can send a 45-second, not minute, I almost said minute, 45-second <laughs> clip of your voice. And it will be on the show. And yep. you can find that on the Facebooks. It's a little tab that says, send me your voice or something it's like also that. On the, yeah, it's also on the website. Yeah, it's also on the website. If you hover there about. We go Is there uh, anything we need to plug? You can also find our light tickets for our live show. We're on sale there now. There we go. Um, it's currently, it's £5.50. We want tickets to be £5.00. 
we were told tickets were going to be five pounds, and they're currently apparently going to charge five pound fifty instead. Uh, because, beyond our control, yeah. I've tried talking to people. We will try to sort um, it out. Yeah. Thank you to the four four people that bought tickets already at the last count. <laughs> uh, the bought tickets. No, this was day one. Four people bought tickets. Yeah, and, it's and it's, it's, thank you so much. Yeah. It, it's it's past day one now. When do we get yeah. our next update? We'll be able to tell them next hopefully, week how many yeah, tickets. Hopefully, we should find out over the weekend how yeah. many tickets we sold since. But day Fantastic. one, we sold four tickets, which isn't like Justin Bieber levels. But that's four people that bought. They've gone and bought it straight away. So we appreciate that. So we that is all, of all four of our listeners there, <laughs> all, already purchasing their tickets. And even then, Ben doesn't have to buy a ticket because he's going to be one of us up on the stage. Also, there was an article on our website this week. Yes. And I wrote it. You wrote it, John. You did. And, it was great. And, and, it, and it was about how to write a dissertation quickly. And it is legitimate advice and not a horrible <laughs> parody of somebody's life. It, it is real. I use it. It is very useful. It advice. is a guide. It is better than Carl Ty's website. But yeah, uh, thank you. All for <laughs> thank you for listening. Thank you for having a lovely time with us today. I've had a lovely time. Have you all had a lovely time? Yeah, it's been great. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, well, if you want to have another lovely time, you can come on the 5th of May or you can listen next week. You can listen to the podcast. Just go subscribe on iTunes. Why not <laughs> rate and review us? Because no one does and it's really useful for us Please hey us. two people have rated a review us one of them was and me. neither of them is your name spelt backwards <laughs> it's not me it's just an anagram of my name oh is it an anagram yeah I'm pretty sure you just spell it backwards no don't don't understand yourself though. it's still an anagram is it an anagram or is it just in reverse <laughs> well what's an anagram it's just you rearrange why is an anagram you rearrange the letters all the you? big questions here where do Pokemon go when they die what is an anagram <laughs> Why won't anyone give us five stars on iTunes? Apart from ourselves. Apart from the people that have, which is everyone that's rated and reviewed us on iTunes. But how many people is that? Two. Two. And one of them is you. Yeah. Two of them are Why you. Why haven't you two, like, I, I, I use I, iTunes. I, I have you an should. iTunes account that I can't remember how to log into. So oh, it's impossible. Uh, recovering your password on iTunes is It's just not worth it. I'd, it's a I'd web just of lies. rather use Spotify. So thank you very oh, much for listening. Mind. We'll be leaving you now for another week. Thank you Forever. again. Thank you. Goodbye. We'll, we'll see you next week. Who wants the last word? Oh, yeah. Final word of the show. Jordan. Flubberkin. <laughs>